Welcome back to the Jake's Take Sports Podcast. In this episode, we uh, put a final little bow on football season. Uh, I was joined by Zach Holden and Travis Berardi, uh, who are, were normal guests uh, every week, so they stopped by, and uh, we just wrapped up football season, talked about Lucas and Shelby and their uh, regional final matchups, and just took a quick look at some of the other state semifinal games from around the area, and uh, made our very uneducated picks uh, in those games. And uh, we also uh, shouted out our Offensive Players of the Year. So make sure you check that out and see who we put up for that. And then um, keep listening because we gave a big shout-out to the uh, Madison Girls Soccer Program who's playing in a state semifinal tonight um, in Medina. So uh, we had to switch it up a little bit and make sure we got some love out to the to the Lady Rams. So... Uh, we're hoping for uh, you know a long tournament run from them, which could conclude with a state championship. So, uh, thanks again for listening uh, all season long. We're gonna uh, next week we'll we'll get back with it and um, preview some basketball. Then we're gonna take some time off for the holiday season, and then we'll get really back into it as soon as uh, basketball season really picks up. So, uh, thanks again for listening all season long and and listening to this one. So, uh, enjoy, and uh, we'll see you probably in a gym here pretty soon. That's a wrap. That's high school football season in Richland County. Just came to a, a conclusion. Crawford County was a or, couple weeks ago. So. An abrupt halt, you should and, say. And an abrupt halt, yeah. It came, came to a devastating halt there. But uh, we'll run down some scores here um, of the Richland County teams, and we'll look at some of the playoff scores too. Um, Warren JFK beat Lucas uh, 21-0 in that Division Seven regional final. And then Van Wert put it on Shelby 49-7. And uh, what was one of the most shocking games that we've seen all year. Uh, the, some of the regular season games that were around the area on Friday night, uh, Ashland took a share of the OCC title beat Worcester. Man, that was a shootout, 46-35. Uh, Norwalk beat Elyria Catholic, 51-14. Sandusky beat Fremont Ross, 36-30. Crestview finished their season with a win, 42-24 over Johnstown Monroe. Plymouth and Willard got in a, in a shootout too. Plymouth with a 54-40 win over there. Um, Vermillion picked up a win. I'm not sure how after we watched them play Ontario. Uh, they beat New London 49-13. to um, And just some of the, the playoffs uh, playoff scores here. Pickerington Central beat Mentor 38-31 to in Division I state semifinal. And Cincinnati St. Xavier beat Springfield 12-10 to in that one. <coughs> so our uh, state championship is, is set there. Um, Division two, Akron Hoban beat Hudson thirty-one to fourteen. Avon beat Avon Lake twenty to seventeen. Maslin beat Maslin Perry forty-three to thirteen. Cincinnati LaSalle beat Cincinnati Winton Woods uh, thirty-five to ten. In Division three, Chardon beat Canfield thirty-eight to six. Tiffin Columbian is playing in the state semifinal uh, after beating Holy Name seventeen to fourteen. Columbus DeSales, who that was Mansfield Seniors Week One matchup. Uh, is playing for a, a regional championship or in the state semifinal uh, with a win over Bishop Hartley. Um, Kettering Alter beat Hamilton Ross 35 to 21, and then in Division Seven, uh, obviously the JFK Lucas game. Lima Central Catholic absolutely annihilated Hopewell Loudon 62 to 20. Um, Newark Catholic beat Shady Side 10 to 7. 
And Travis's, I it, I Travis's pick I there. New Brenneman beat up on um, Marion Local 24-17. So the defending state champ in Division 7 is out. Um, then over in Division 4, uh, Mineral Lake Catholic <laughs> beat Youngstown Ursuline uh, 35-7. Plume Carroll beat St. Clairsville 40 to nothing. Cincinnati, Wyoming beat Clinton Massey 28 to 6. Division 5, Kirtland beat South Range 49 to 35. Otsego beat Eastwood 31 to 21. Ironton beat Ridgewood 17 to 7. Roger Bacon beat Springfield Shawnee 31 7. Uh, Division 6, Springfield beat Norwayne 52 to 48. Columbus Grove picked up a win over Fairview 42 to 21. And then Fort Fry beat Fairland, uh, 47-7. And Coldwater beat Mechanicsburg, 35-14. to 14. So, I mean, that's that's kind of the end of the road for, for our teams, at least. But there's still some games going on. But I uh, just wanted to kind of go over the, the Shelby and Lucas game. Um, both of those games were just kind of, uh, kind of shockers to me, at least. Uh, you know, I, I thought Lucas, Lucas had a chance in that game. Um, and it was just three... Just three big plays. Well, um, on that first drive, they had that tip pass <clears throat> bounce off that kid's yep. shoulder pad off of uh, Lucas defender's hand, and then right into the hands of a receiver behind him, and it goes for a long gain, and that kind of set the tone there. But twenty-one uh, nothing, mean, it was kind of a heartbreaker game. But I, I thought it was a lot closer than than what that scoreboard showed. Well, you got to think Lucas gets the ball, goes down the field, fourth and two, they can't convert. Right. And then immediately right after, you get that tip play. It looked like yeah. something off of Madden because if you're playing Madden, you collide, the ball flies up 30 feet in the air, yeah. and somehow somebody comes down and catches it. It looked just like that. Yeah. Out of nowhere, he catches it, runs another 40 yards. They score on that play. Lucas, I mean, they drove the ball, but then once they got into the red zone, they, they stalled. Right. And, yeah. I mean, you can't do that in a, in a regional championship game. So that, that was tough. I mean,. After what Lucas lost, I mean, still impressive to see right. them coming back. What they did in the MOAC schedules and what they did yeah. to make it back to a regional final, third straight year, regional, three straight regional, at least regional runners-up. So, I mean, exceeded expe- my expectations coming into the year. Definitely, definitely, for sure. And I think they exceeded our expectations even last year, too. Um, yeah, I Just seeing everything that they've lost over the over recent years, you just, you just never think a team can rebound from that or recover from that especially in division seven but they just reloaded and uh you know came out and, and did what they usually do but then saturday night oh my goodness wow owen um, trees speaking of madden yeah, yeah. he looked like michael vick 2004 madden literally <laughs> it looked like lucas i mean not lucas shelby was going to get a couple sacks on him and all of a sudden he just avoids the sack scrambles a little bit longer and finds an open man in the end zone it happened three or four times yeah. it was the I have never seen a high school player in person play like that. And when he when he's jogging out on the field, I'm like, okay. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't look intimidating. I mean, he's you know maybe six foot. Uh, you know, he just doesn't doesn't you know pass the eye test. But man, when you watch him play, that kid is he's and something defense else. too. He's a well, he's a safety he's on defense. He picked off a pass and he returns every punt without even calling for a fair catch, no matter how close anybody is. And he always breaks a tackle. I, I don't know how many tackles he broke on, on Saturday night, but, man, I, I would have had to take my shoes off to count that. I mean, it was, was a lot. I was in the booth next to the WMAN guys, and Eric Will, every time he made a play, Eric Will was even baffled. You know, he, yeah. the former coach, he was getting frustrated just watching it. Because, he's seen some things. So. I mean, good Lord, that kid. Yeah. I mean, he's just 
Wow. He's one of those that can carry a team, I think, to a state championship very, yeah. very possibly. With what he did against Shelby, what he did against Bellevue, I mean, there's there's really no stopping them. But um, I mean, the thing about that, too, is you knock off the number one seed on the road, then you knock off the number two seed on the road. Yeah. Like, you can't have any more momentum than that heading right. into the final four. And it was it's not like you just knocked them off. You completely oh, yeah. annihilated both you teams. You went into both houses and embarrassed them. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's insane. 40, 49 to nothing at the half. What's that say about Ottawa Glandorf, the only team that beat them? <laughs> they must be pretty darn good, too, but are, they, are they still in it? They got upset they last got upset, week, yeah. So. <laughs> Some good football around the state. Yeah, right? Sure. Um, so, I mean, we just kind of touched on those games a little bit just to kind of get those out of the way. But some, well, some reflections on the 2020 season. Uh, I mean, just some of your highlights that you, that you remember from this year, which was an insanely crazy year, to say the least. I mean, I'm just happy we had one, yeah. first off. Yeah. I, I, I liked, because of the circumstances having the way they did the format and everything like that, the only thing that bothered me was the way some conferences handled conference championships. But, I mean, we've run over that so many times. Right. Uh, I, I'd have to say, like, the game of the year that I was a part of, at least, was... Clear Fort Galleon. Yeah. That double overtime thriller. Yeah. Uh, Ted, Brady Tedrow doesn't start the game, comes in after an injury, and that's what really what restarted his emergence this season. Right. Was that game. Uh, I mean, both kickers, Pittman kicking the the game tying field goal and then the game winner uh, in clutch time. I mean, that was a that was an amazing football game this year. Um, I mean, Shelby did what we expected Shelby to do. Yeah, I think I think we came into the year expecting that to be a, a ten and O team mm-hmm. if we would have had a regular regular year, I thought so. Um Crestview, they pretty much did what we expected, but I mean they just ran into they ran into a buzzsaw of carry. Right. Uh I mean Winford, they you know Winford Colonel, Colonel Crawford, that that was a heartbreaker. I wish they'd be playing this week. But the yeah. teams that we really thought would do something, they they did. Despite COVID and all that stuff, they still excelled in Made it far in the play in the playoffs. What was the big ones over in Rich or in, in uh, Crawford County? I mean, he kind of mentioned that Crawford Winford game. That, yeah, that I mean, sticks out quite a bit. Yeah, that was game of the year for me, and I mean, for those kids too on both sides of the ball, um, they're going to remember that game forever. Uh, but C- Colonel Crawford's obviously the big storyline, mm-hmm. pulling off that first league victory or the league championship since 2013, putting together back-to-back playoff wins for the first time ever, and possibly could. If the ball goes a little bit differently two weeks ago, could be playing in a state semifinal right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dustin Brady putting together the kind of season that he did with Winford in only nine games really stood out. Obviously, Tristan Cross at Crawford. Um, Bucyrus's Malachi Bayless coming in as a freshman. Yeah, um, I mean, he looked really rusty the first couple games, but, I mean, your first couple games were against Winford, Seneca East, <laughs> and then I believe Mohawk. So. Yeah. Those are very difficult games to get up for, and he's a freshman. Pretty much that entire team is new. Fast forward six weeks from now, or from then, and he's the school's all-time leading passer against Upper. Like It's crazy (laughs) to see the trajectory of what that kid did this year. Um, The biggest thing, though, I loved seeing Buckeye Central in that losing streak, but what I loved saying and seeing this year was that nobody finished the year winless. Yeah, and there was That's big. Unfortunately, it kind of looked like it'd be trending that way. I mean, Bucyrus was winless, mm-hmm. and Crestline was winless, and they ended up playing each other, so obviously somebody had to get a win. And Crestline just had so many of those games slip away from them, except 
that final game, they finally got that win, and I was happy for them. Um, I, I mean, I don't think I've had a year. Maybe my first year was the last time I had all six teams at least get in the win column. Win. So that's been quite some time. And that, uh, that's something that happened with Richland County, too, yeah. this year. Madison gets a – I think, and I think that game – Kind of sticks out in my mind. Yeah, uh, you know they they go up against their their biggest rival in Mansfield Senior, and they come away with a with a big win with an eighty yard touchdown run uh, with less than a minute left, uh, and, and and just kind of, and then sealed it with a pick in the in the end zone. So, uh, and that that's kind of maybe the game of the year in my mind, even though it's not like you know it's kind of too. Uh, non-winning teams, I guess. But uh, another game that really stuck on my mind is um, Lucas and Ontario. I mean, that was just a back-and-forth battle all night long. Um, that was one of the, the fun games to, to watch. And unfortunately, it comes down to a blown, you know, inadvertent whistle, and then they get a, a play back there with, like, 18 seconds to go and score a touchdown. But regardless, I mean, it was a, it was a battle. And the Warriors just... They exceeded. Yes. They, they oh, were, yeah. I think they were the one team that exceeded my expectations. Yep. You know, I expected Shelby. I expected uh, um, Lucas. I expected Cre- or Clear Fork. Um, and I, I kind of expected Crestline, or I'm sorry, Crestview. Um, but Ontario really, really exceeded my expectations this year. And just that, I, I love that the senior group kind of got all those seniors together just for one, one last run there. So that was really cool to see. Um, but yeah, um, Owen Fisher, I, I think he's he stood out to us this year. Um, mm-hmm. he, he set the single game rushing record at Shelby, set the all time career rushing record. Uh, I mean, he he was as advertised, and I think he's uh, he's one heck of a player. So that was what a shame for his season to end the way it. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And I I mean, you, I I saw the play and I was watching it and he got hit low and it. I kind of got. It kind of looked like his, you know, his foot was planted and his knee kind of bent backwards. And um, you know, I I overheard the trainer on the sideline talking to the principal, saying that he's he did two tests on the field and it was an, an obvious ACL tear. So, yeah. man, it's it's just a, a tough break for a really great kid too, because he's so selfless. He gives all his credit to his linemen. Um, and we'll talk talk a lot more about him um, in a little bit. But uh, yeah, I mean, just. It was a heck of a year in Richland County, man. We had two two teams playing for regional championships. Um, Crawford County had a heck of a year with uh, Colonel Crawford going quite quite a ways in the undefeated regular season. Yeah, I mean, all four title. teams that went into the playoffs picked up a win. That was yeah, cool. Yeah, so I mean, it, it kept us kept us busy for a little while too. So. For sure. Um, you guys want to talk about our offensive players of the year nominations because we did defensive last year, so we might as well. Uh, get into the offensive players of the year nominations here so uh we'll start off in in crawford county who's who kind of stood out on the offensive side over there uh, i had four players that really impressed me any time that they took the field this season um obviously i mentioned him earlier tristan cross from colonel crawford mm-hmm. he ended up getting northern 10 offensive player of the year uh he had 173 rushes for 1419 yards and 21 touchdowns in nine games that's another like we have to grasp these are only nine game totals right um he led the league in rushing for the second straight year and i believe he had pushing 3400 yards of total rushing in his career and he didn't really even get in until like he was the backup guy his sophomore year that got in at the end um he also had six catches for 140 yards and a touchdown 
I mean, that kid, he's the kind of kid that, like, especially that Fairview game, he would get it and hit full speed, and he trucked a couple kids where to the point where, like, I don't know how those other kids got up. Like, <laughs> right. He hit them harder than, like, if he squared up and was linebacker, which he was a pretty damn good linebacker, too. Right. Um, Winford's Dustin Brady, again, in nine games, had a 61.5% completion rate, 2,285 yards passing, 27 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. He also rushed the ball 65 times for 405 yards and six scores. It's just shy of 2,700 total yards and 33 touchdowns. He set the N10 single season record (laughs) for touchdown passes and yards per game. And he's Winford's career leader in completions, touchdown passes, yards in a season, yards per game, and yards in a game with 370, which Jeez. that to me stood out so much. Because yeah. Winford's such a great program who's always Story had, they program. always have that quarterback who's mm-hmm. a stud. Yeah. And for him to come in and do that, like, that blew my mind. Um, his favorite target, Lucas Hackworth, uh, 39 receptions, 893 yards, 11 touchdowns, again in nine games. Yeah. <laughs> He also rushed it 11 times for 74 yards and a touchdown. He is now the uh, the Northern 10 single season touchdown passing rec- or touchdown passes caught and receiving yards. Uh, and then the fourth guy, um, he was one of my players of the year last year, um, Wilson Frankhouse. Yep. He lost a couple weapons. We kind of wondered how he would respond this year. Uh, he responded go, uh, passing 54.6% completion. 1,266 yards, 17 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. Also rushed for 646 yards and 6 touchdowns. 19-12 total yards, 23 touchdowns. Again, his was in 10 games. Um, but, I mean, it's still outstanding what he was able to do losing an All-Ohioan and Isaiah Alsip. And, yeah. I mean, they lost Caleb Griffin, too. And Hanif Donaldson was out for a couple games. Like right. He was really throwing to some guys who were the 4th, 5th, 6th option last year and still putting up numbers like that. So those are the four guys that really, anytime I'd go to a game, I'm like, all right, these kids are going to go off regardless of who it is. I expect them to go off. Wilson's uh, leadership just impressed me so much this year. Just, you know, with with all of the, you know, disciplinary issues and stuff, and he kind of just kind of put that team on his back, and he was like, okay, uh, I'm the leader of this team, and I'm going to take you. But um, Dustin Brady, man, that's... That, that's just incredible yeah. um, because, you know, I, I spent a couple years over there. I researched a lot of stuff on Winford football, and there there are some very, very good quarterbacks. Keaton, Keaton Tenor, Tenor, however you say it, um, he was the quarterback there the first year I was there. And okay. then, um, Zach Hoffman took over, and those two were outstanding yeah. and amazing quarterbacks. So to have anybody be better than them is, is really surprising. Yeah. So. And that's just our, like, recent knowledge right. of them. Yeah. Like, who, yeah. All the guys before them, I mean, right. it's – it honestly blows my mind the more I think about it how he is now like Winford's all like best quarterback ever. Right, right, uh, and and it just makes you wonder. I mean, who, who's the who's the quarterback whisperer over there? Is yeah, it, I mean, Gabe, I believe Gabe played quarterback in high school, right? He was he played quarterback. I think, at, yeah, I think at so. Crestline, I think. Yeah. Um, so I mean, he's, he must he must know a secret over there how to, I how mean, to if, develop those quarterbacks. If I've got somebody I know is coming up and going to be a pretty good quarterback. He's the first person I'm calling. <laughs> You're like, hey, you mind giving my kids some lessons? That'd be cool. Uh, Travis, who, who's your uh, who's your offensive players of the year? I know you guys at the Just Orchard Port. You guys, so many. You guys encompass for... quite a few uh, quite a few people. So um, I got? mean, well, you have you have Brady, Hackworth, uh, Crossover, and Crawford County. Uh, I mean, Marshall Shepard. 
Tony Fisher, <laughs> Ethan Snyder, uh, uh, Sauter at Lucas, uh, Ross Kuhn, Evan Hamilton, yeah. uh, even throwing Brady Tedder if you want like an athlete. Right. Like a specialist because he did so many things. Yeah. Uh, geez, there's so many players. That he, I mean, this year a lot of kids just really showed out. Um, yeah, those are the ones that really stood out to me, though. Yeah. I'm probably forgetting a few, so you know. You know where I am on Twitter, guys. No, no East Knox me. guy on there. Oh, oh yes, I exactly. There you go. Uh, Weston Melick, the yeah. tight end, also linebacker from uh, – he's probably going to get my tight end vote on the All-O-H report uh, player. Um, yeah, I know Shane Nepp returned a few touchdown, punts for touchdowns from East Knox, too. Uh, Peyton Lester was a good quarterback down there, but um, – uh, my boy Max Lauer. Mm-hmm. Lauer really, I mean, it's it it stinks that he's gonna be about seven or eight on the running back list just because there's been so many so good many running backs. Ones, yeah. But yeah, you, you gotta mention him. Uh, Declan Roar and Declan. Ethan, or yeah, Ethan Ethan Hartley over at yes, Ashland. Yes, exactly. Those two. Good but, too. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and I I really just kind of focusing on Richland County just because I I don't know I just want to kind of focusing on an area here but uh you know some of my um you mentioned basically all of my candidates here but um Brady Tedrow of Clear Fork um I mean the kid just he he adapted to a different position he played running back played quarterback played receiver played punt returner played everything uh you know 1310 yards rushing 18 touchdowns broke the single game rushing record with 273 in a very storied program uh, threw for 229 yards and three touchdowns and then caught three passes for 71 yards and a touchdown. So, obviously, he's he's just an athlete. He plays defense. Uh, he I think he was, what was he, first team All-MOAC on defense and second team on offense. So, I think he's one of, like, three kids that got it both ways. Um, and then Ross Kuhn over in Crestview threw for almost 2,000 yards, 1969 yards, 18 touchdowns to just five interceptions. Which is nuts for a Division Seven or Division Six kid. Uh, then he ran for 644 and 77 on 77 rushes and 10 touchdowns. So, I mean, right there's like what 2,500 yards of of total offense just for one kid. So, he definitely gets a nod. Ethan Sauter stepped into a, a big role to fill for uh, Lucas. Ran for 900 yards on 150 carries with seven touchdowns. Uh, had 17 catches for 341 yards and four touchdowns. So, obviously, that kid balled out, and he took him to a regional final um, and just kind of kept that program going. Ethan Snyder over at Ontario uh, threw for 808 or 1,882 yards with 21 touchdowns and then ran for 662 on 146 carries and 11 scores. So, right there, what is that, Twenty, probably 2,500 yards with 30, 32 total touchdowns? which is absolutely insane. Um, and then the, the two-headed monster over at Shelby, uh, Marshall Shepard, threw for 1,618 yards with 19 touchdowns, ran for 325 yards for four scores. Then he kicked 16 extra points and added two field goals on top of that while playing defense and, and just doing everything for that team. Uh, but then our guy, Owen Fisher, uh, 217 carries, man. That's that's a workhorse mentality. A uh, for 1,714 yards and 25 total just rushing touchdowns. 
Um, you know, set the set the career rushing record, the single game rushing record with 412 on four, on just 14 carries, and then scored seven touchdowns in a game, uh, which is also a new program record. So, a uh, lot of lot of very good offensive players uh, in Richland County, all over the area. Crawford County had some awesome offense. So, what stands out about Fisher is, I mean, he doesn't play too much in this game. Right. So it's a nine game total, and then how many did he miss? He, so he, I think he missed the second half against Lucas, I believe, because he, he yeah, tweaked the hamstring. Ankle. Yeah. Uh, then he turned his ankle against Marion Harding, so I don't think – he still had a crazy so game probably in probably yeah. two halves. So he's got, what, eight seven and a half, eight games played, yeah. and he puts up numbers like that? Right. Like which is absolutely That's absurd. Crazy. Yeah. And, I mean, even in the what, game one against Ontario, I think he only had like 63 yards. So, I mean, yeah. you take – you take three, three, four games, probably three games where he just didn't perform up to Fisher level. Yeah. You know where where everybody sub four hundred yards. Yeah, sub four hundred yards. And I mean, and he he just goes crazy the rest of the way out. So, um, I, I think it's obvious who who I'm picking for the New Journal Player of the Year, uh, Offensive Player of the Year. But those other guys just can't be overlooked. That's for sure. Um, we can look at the just the rest of the way in the playoffs here real quick, um, and then we can. I mean, if we want, we can make the picks. I, I don't know anything about these teams, so maybe it'll just be fun to to see who they are. But uh, see what we can do, just blindly yeah. picking. Right, uh, the Division One state championship game is actually this Friday. Um, Pickerington Central as Cincinnati St. Xavier. Uh, then the D two state semifinals. We have Avon against Akron Archbishop Hoban. And Maslin Washington against Cincinnati LaSalle. Um, was that? That's at Marysville High School. Uh, so that'd be that'd be kind of a pretty cool little place to play. Um, in Division Three, Columbus St. Francis LaSalle's at Kettering Archbishop Alter, and then Tiffin Columbian is going to play at against Chardon at Brunswick. Um, in Division Four, uh, Mineral Lake Catholic has Bloom Carroll. Um, that's going to be played at New Philly. Uh, at Woody Hayes Quaker Stadium. That's a cool stadium down yeah. there. So that'll be that'll be a fun atmosphere for those guys. And Van Wert actually plays Cincinnati Wyoming, so that's gonna be that's gonna be one heck of a game. Talk yeah. about two two programs with uh, Van Wert has a has a quarterback, uh, a really good quarterback, and Cincinnati Wyoming actually had Mr. Football last year. So um, then Division Five, uh, Roger Bacon plays Ironton, and Kirtland plays uh, Otsego. So there's there's a team that beat Winford uh, yeah. early in the playoffs. I told you they were good. In the state semifinals, <laughs> so um, you know that that's no knock on Winford. That's that's a pretty good loss if you ever say one. Uh, then Fort Fry in Division Seven, Fort Fry plays uh, New Middletown Springfield, and Coldwater has Columbus Grove. And then in Division Seven, Warren JFK against Newark Newark Catholic and Lima Central Catholic against New Bremen, um, who knocked off the Division Seven state champs. So. Uh, that that Division One state championship game, who you picking, Pickerington Central or Cincinnati St. Xavier? I think Pick Central has been like the they've been the, the nationally best, ranked, yeah, yeah nationally Central's ranked been nationally team. ranked since week one. Yeah. and I mean I'm not going against nope, that. I'm would, sure St. Yeah. X is a pretty darn good team. I mean you got to be to get to the state championship game, but I'm gonna side with the team that has been like not just number one in Ohio, but like I think they've been number ten in the entire country. Yeah, I think they're all season. Yeah. So and they have to drive like. 12 miles too so right, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that game's at Fortress Obed so that's yeah, that, that great stadium down there it's it's actually I, I went I down there for they yeah. said, country that no, they said they were nice. building like a whole auxiliary press box and stuff so they're probably gonna yeah. spiff it up for this game oh it's so, nice know. yeah I mean I'm like 
that's such a great location. I know it's probably going to return to Canton next year or the year after once OHSA finances get a little better. But, man, I love that place. Me too. For state cross country, it was awesome. We had so much room to kind of roam around. Um, Media room was left (laughs) some to be desired. (laughs) But, I mean, what a great location. Honestly, like, you couldn't have a better one for the way this year is. Like, they've just got that one giant bleachers, but that's all you need when only so many people can get in. Mm -hmm. So. So I, I think we're all picking uh, pick central, uh, you know, nationally ranked team. Obviously, that that's who's going to win that one. Um, and uh, in the first state semifinal, Avon against Akron, Akron Archbishop Hoban. That's at Parma Byers Field. Um, I like we said, I don't I don't know a whole lot about these teams. We can look back and see who they beat, and how bad they beat them as a stink bug flies on Travis. Um, so what was that in division division two? So Cincinnati LaSalle, uh, let's go with Avon, beat Avon, Avon Lake 20-17, to 17, and then um, Akron Hoban beat Hudson 31-14. to 14. So uh, Hoban kind of seems like that team that they're They're always, yeah, they're, they're always yeah. a name that's, that makes deep runs, and I think they're going to, they'll probably go back to the title game this year. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with Archbishop Hoban. We're going we're gonna to go with a sweep on that. We may, we'll probably agree with a lot of these. Maslin Washington at Cincinnati LaSalle. Did, did the OH report do that? That Maslin game, yes. Were you guys at, at that one? So it was a good Ma- game. Maslin for the first probably looked pretty half, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they got a what a thirty point win, I believe. Yeah. yeah it was close. Forty three to thirteen. Ran away in the second half. Is this the year that Maslin Washington finally gets that state championship? That, that actual Isn't that state the craziest championship? thing that like to just think of that? Like, yeah. That school. All that those AP a, state championships before the yeah. tournament started, and then they just can't get the tournament one. they were there last year yes. i remember they were there last year yeah. and, and lost it i think on a in a really really close one yeah, yeah. it was a thursday night game at Canton. yeah, yeah. but this I game just, the uh Maslin washington versus archbishop hoban like that yeah. just sounds awesome i mean yeah. those schools what is that like 20 miles apart if that i believe so like yeah. that's what i want to see and i i mean cincinnati lasalle is, is not a pushover they they beat that cincinnati wentonwood 35 to 10 so i think this is probably the marquee matchup this is probably I would say your state championship game. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. I mean, Hoban, I'm sure, is going to give him a run, but I think that might be your state championship game right there. Um, in Division Three, uh, St. Francis de Salles at Kettering Archbishop Alter. Um, I mean, I mean, we saw the sales. DeSalle, yeah, the sales. They, and they didn't annihilate Mansfield Senior by any means. I think Mansfield Senior kept that pretty close. Again, it's week one, I was but say it was still. The second, still, it was like the second week of the yeah. season, though, but um... – just because I've, I saw them, what they did in that second half, yeah, I think yeah they'll get that win. I'm gonna go with Alter. I think uh, yeah. I think Kettering Archbishop Alter can win that game. They're they're kind of a storied program, um, and you know St. Francis de Sales is obviously a, a storied program. But you know just that maybe that week one just kind of sits there in my mind a little bit. If Archbishop Alter's football team is as good as their golf team is, <laughs> right. I'm going with them. Right. I think they've been top three at state the last handful of years. Right. So, and then Tiffin Columbian plays Chardon, um, and we got the Tornadoes in a kind of it's not a local team, but it's actually you know remotely General, in our we area. Know them, yeah, we know them. So uh, yeah, I mean, does does Columbian get it done? Do they go to a state championship game after? I want to say, was it three years ago, two years ago? They were 0-10. Yeah. And then they go to 10-0, and now, yeah. now they're here. That's, that's a huge turnaround for them. I'll go with the Tornadoes. I mean, their lone loss was to Bellevue. Right. A good Bellevue yeah. squad. Right. So, And they played them close, too. So, 
Yeah, I'll go with Colombian. I'm going to go Chardon because they whooped up on Canfield yeah. last game. But I think it'd be awesome to see Colombian oh, play for a state championship. Yeah, Chardon went over Canfield 38-6. to They had a running clocker in a regional championship game. So, But I, I want to see Tiff and Colombian. I want to see them win that and, and play for a state title. I think that'd be one of the best best things to happen in this area for sure. Um, Division 4, Mentor Lake Catholic against Bloom Carroll. Um, obviously, I'm not I'm not too familiar with them. Bloom Carroll beat St. Clairsville forty to nothing last yeah. week, uh, but Mentor Lake Catholic beat uh, you know Youngstown thirty five to seven. So I'm gonna go with the the in network team, Bloom Carroll. I believe it's Lancaster. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Tom Wilson down was down there. there in his third live coverage on Saturday. <laughs> right. Absolute maniac. Yeah, like a twenty six hour day. Like yeah. I'm gonna go with them. I mean, he was. It pretty much sounded like they won that pretty handily. I know uh, Lake Catholic did too, but I mean forty to zero. 40, like, come pitched on. a shutout in that one too. St. Clairsville's one of those teams back in the Ohio Valley that I Is know it? about. They've gone to a state championship game. I think it was like eight years ago or something like that. But they were uh, talking to people back home. They thought St. Clairsville was the cream of the crop, and they would if they would. I don't think they played Steubenville this year, but they would have competed with Steubenville as the best team in the area, and that's saying something. So, Bloom Carroll doing what they did against St. Clairsville, that makes me think Bloom Carroll's a state championship team. Yeah, yeah, I like I like Bloom Carroll on that one, too. 40 to nothing in a regional championship game, man. That's a little bit hard to ignore in that. So, then on the other side of that bracket, Van Wert and uh, Cincinnati, Wyoming. Van Wert's a team we saw live and in person, man. That I, that I, was so impressive. I can't go against them <laughs> after what I saw. Yeah. Uh, unless Treese, God forbid, gets hurt in this game, I think Van Wert's going to get that state get get a state championship this year because they just looked so impressive yeah. yeah and i'm i'm going with them to win a win a state title in that too because man, that, that kid looked amazing and you know if if i ever saw a, a mr football in person you know, i saw Cade stover in person defensively obviously he stood out this kid stands out on offense like Cade stover stood out on defense and i don't i don't know any reason why he wouldn't be up for a mr football award um, that kid is impressive. He came into that game against Shelby with 51 total touchdowns and then uh, threw five touchdowns in the first half. 288 yards, 14 of 15 <laughs> passing. Yeah. And the only incompletion was a really good play by Albert, I think, in the end zone. He yeah. knocked down a pass. Right. Or it would have been, you know, 15 of 15 for and six five, touchdowns. Five <laughs> touchdowns. It, it sounds like that kid is similar to uh, the kid that who's the who beat senior last year in state. Yeah, one of the, that kid yeah, that came the guys in, from that Madison, the just, freshman, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that kid was an absolute freak. And like thinking of that kind of player, but what's Teresa senior, junior? I believe he's a senior. Seeing senior. that kid with three years under his belt, like yeah, I mean, like you said, Teresa, that seems like the kind of kid that leads your team to a state title. Right. Um, Though Bloom Carroll Van Wert's going to be yeah. a pretty fun state championship game if that's how to, it plays out. I'm going to have to get credentials just to go watch that game because that'd be really Tom good. will let you go shoot photos. <laughs> right, yeah, there we go. He can't. <laughs> uh, Roger Bacon. So in Division 5, we got Roger Bacon and Ironton. Uh, I think Iron, Ironton's usually a, a pretty powerful program. Yeah. I, I haven't seen them at, at this point in a, in a little while. I know their their past history is really good. So, um, I mean, they, and they have Roger Bacon, so... Obviously, those those two teams are, are really good, but I think that one's kind of a toss-up. My, uh, I'm gonna go with Roger Bacon. Actually, all my dad's side of the family are Roger Bacon alumni. Oh, there we go. So, uh, seeing a little Saint Bernard making it <laughs> to uh, state semifinals is pretty cool because I know that school's had a very rich history of athletic success in yeah. the past. 
So is that the I'll is that the that. same one that beat um, LeBron James? It is, yeah. Junior year? Yeah. I was at that game actually. I, I was watching that with my dad at that game. Okay, you, you guys convinced me. I'll go with them. Yeah, fine. Yeah, I'll go with Roger Bacon too, just because. I mean, last week they beat Springfield Shawnee thirty-one-seven, and then Ironton uh, Edge went out against Ridgewood seventeen-to-seven. But I mean, both both defenses only given up a total of forty or fourteen points. I mean, yeah. that's that's pretty good. Then on the other side, I, I think I think this is your state championship game, Kirtland against Otsego. Yeah. Um, obviously, I think that is your state championship game. Uh, Kirtland's just so historic yeah. and on a recent run like crazy. But you saw Otsego. I saw that Otsego. Live team. and in person. I mean, like, I, I think I said it on on the podcast. Like, that team doesn't look like they should be where they are right now. Right. But those kids play out of their mind. And for anybody to do what they did against Winford the way that, like, I don't think Winford's ever been beat that bad right. or if they have like it hasn't been since I've been here and it probably right. hasn't been in quite some time yeah but for somebody to do that like damn <laughs> I'm, I mean I'm going on Seago I think really? that's gonna be a fantastic game though is, did Kurt Kirtland won the division five state championship last year right was it last year am I, am I thinking yeah. it was either last year or the year before right. yeah right. I'm gonna go out Seago I'll go against you guys I'll go Kirtland I, I mean just that that history, that name, yeah, uh, the familiarity. It, it gives me gives me chills just thinking about. <laughs> uh, in Division Six, uh, Fort Fry against uh, New Middletown Springfield. Um, I, I think I think this this state semifinal and these uh, there's only one team that really stands out. But yeah, who's who's gonna win that game? Let's go Springfield. Spring, why not? Yeah, Springfield beat Norway and put up 52 on Norway last week, and then uh, they placed. Um, Fort Fry won pretty Fort handily Fry. though. Fort Fry forty-seven to seven, so that's another forty-point blowout. Fort Fry, another one of those OVAC schools. There you go. It's further, one of the further. It's between you go between Shady Side, who just played, and Marietta. They're just just driving through. There's nothing, nothing on some boom. There's a high school. It's Fort Fry. <laughs> it's Fort Fry. But they, I mean, they've beaten. They've been at least to a regional semifinal or a regional final. I think the past like five or six years, uh, Northmore had to go down there. A few years ago, that was the mm-hmm. the thing. Northmore players pushed the ambulance off the field and it made like all the national <laughs> okay, media. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. that? That's that was who they played. But yeah, I'll, I might as well go with Fort Fry. Uh, I'll take them too, man. Forty-seven points in a in a regional final game. We'll, we'll roll with them. But I think everyone knows who's going to win this this state championship. Coldwater plays Columbus Grove um, for a chance to play for a state championship and. I think this could be the most lopsided game of the entire weekend. Yeah, I, so as much as I would have loved to see Colonel Crawford make a run to the state semifinals, Colonel Crawford would be playing cold water. <laughs> right. And I don't think, I mean, as good as Crawford is this year, I mean, yeah. cold water is like on another level. Yeah. Um, I Like you said, I think that's going to be potentially running clock yeah. um, in route to a state championship which would be nuts i think everybody's picking cold water and oh yeah uh then in division seven i think this thing's kind of wide open it's because we don't have marion local in this thing warren jfk and newark catholic um uh, you know newark catholic has always kind of impressed me i don't remember their their seating but i know they're maybe like a close to a double digit seed yeah in the, i think in they, they were an eight or a nine i believe yeah. and they, um, they just went on a crazy run and we saw Warren JFK um, on on Friday night, and, and they were they were impressive defensively, but 
they didn't really just stand out to me, honestly. They didn't stand out as a state championship team. So, I, Any I, team that can shut out Lucas, yeah, though, yeah. I mean, that's... Newark Catholic is hot at the right time, but, like, I think JFK knows how big of a win that was against Lucas and yeah. shutting out that kind of offense. Like, those kids are going to be like, if we don't make it to the state championship game, something's wrong. Right. Carrying the momentum from that. So, I picked JFK last week. Sorry, <laughs> Lucas fans. Uh, but I'm I'm going to go with JFK again. I'm going with JFK, too. I saw Shady side play. That's who played Newark Catholic. Newark mm-hmm. Catholic needed a 40-yard field goal in the second half to win it. Shady side, I mean, if it wasn't for two big plays, East Knox would have probably been in that situation against right. Newark Catholic. So I'm not big on Newark Catholic, but, I mean, born JFK knocked off the defending state runner-up. Right. So I give him something for that. So I'll go with JFK. And I'm going to go with Newark Catholic just because of the way they're playing right now. Um, they're, they're winning games, you know, just off of pure momentum right now, and they're, they're kind of a Cinderella team a little bit. So I'll, I'm going to go with Newark Catholic. Uh, then on the other side, I think the – the state champion is coming from this game. Uh, Lima Central Catholic or New Bremen. New Bremen knocks off the defending state champ, and then Lima Central Catholic goes absolutely nuts um, against uh, in that, that Division 7. Um, they beat Hopewell Loudon 62 to 20. Put yeah, up that's 62 points. My good. When I saw that score, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I think that's your state champion. Was I know Hopewell New Bremen... expected to go that far, though? I feel I'm like not sure I don't if they really were associate in. Hopewell with, like, a football right, team. Right. I mean that in a nice way. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I, I don't know about that. And obviously by that score, they probably shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody that puts up 62 points in a regional final wins that way has my vote for the number one seed out of those four. Yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> any team that can beat go to Marion local, local yeah. and beat them... I mean, now they played each other earlier in the year, so they had a, a blueprint true, to beat yeah, them as well. Yeah, but I mean, like you said, I think this is that's the. I wish you could kind of scrap the other game. The, no right. offense to the other teams. <laughs> that's but the like, fact of state champion. Yeah, this, this is yeah. This is one of those like, hopefully goes into overtime kind of games. Right. Yeah, and I, I think Lima Central Catholic wins this honestly, um, and that'll that'll make that win Lucas had maybe two years ago over them. Uh, look look really impressive because yeah. I think they beat him on a block punt, recovered in the end zone, yeah. 14-7 kind of thing. I'll so. go with New Bremen, though. New I never, Bremen. I didn't pick a team. Or Bremen, yeah. I'll go with them. They beat Buckeye Central in volleyball a couple there years you go. ago. So. <laughs> there you go. And like I said, anybody that goes to Marion local, yeah. even a second time. Oh, yeah. like, right. I mean, damn. It's going to be a lot closer than the Lima Central Catholic regional finals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to be a good yeah, one. I hope so. All right, man. That, that's it. That does it for football season. Um I appreciate you guys joining me week in and week out. I had a lot of fun doing this, and you know, I think uh, the the few listeners that we do have really enjoyed it. I always, whenever I go to a game, they always say they enjoyed everything. So we'll pick this up. We'll probably pick it back up next week. Do a do a basketball preview, and then maybe I have take. Know nothing about basketball <laughs> right now. We still have, we still have the Madison Lady Rams. I mean, want, let's give them some airtime. You want to? Let's let's talk about that. Um, I saw them in person. I've, I've made the trip all the way out to St. Mary's. Actually, not a bad trip. You go out 30, down 70, uh, 75, I think. That sounds and then terrible. Out. That sounds terrible. You're going Anytime you're going down 30. You're going to Lima, though, isn't it? Lima. Lima. It's right by it's like, Lima. What, Is it south? between Lima and Elida? I think so. Okay. Southwest of Lima. Because Elida was a terrible drive. <laughs> yes. No, it's it's literally you're going 70 the whole time, which okay. is good. But um, St. Mary's gave Madison a little bit of a run in the first half. Uh, Taylor Huff with a beautiful set piece off a free kick. 
right to uh, Natalie Back, who perfect header into the back of the yeah. net made it one nothing. Uh, but then St. Mary's best player, uh, Anchorman, comes back. She has she had speed, so she broke through, was able to get into the back of the net and tie things up. Um, we're we're watching we're watching Jake's dog go crazy yeah. right now. Ricky's going nuts over some deer that are running across the driveway. <laughs> he, it's hunting season. He's got his bow and arrow out. Oh, he's loving it. He's <laughs> loving this weather too. It's great out here. Anyway, so they tie it up, and then right after that, they go on the offensive again. Paige Eldridge has to make two really good saves to keep it one-one. After that second save, though, it goes. They find it finds the feet of Taylor Huff. There's five defenders in front of her. What do you think's going to happen? <laughs> She's just going to dribble through them. All of them. Go off to the left side against the goalie that was really uh, pressing the limits. I was going to say, she, dove, like she, she out goes out towards Taylor, dives, right? She dives, Taylor timed it perfectly, rockets it right underneath her hand into the into the net with about two minutes left in the half. That was it. Yeah. Second half, pretty much all Madison. Uh, Nevaeh Lewis comes down the right side, looks just to cross it, hits the goal and goes into the net. 3-1 ball game. Yeah. I, I did a little scouting report on this game um, just to kind of look at it and look at the, the stats and who's, who's all playing this. And uh, Rocky River has, I, I would imagine they're sisters just because they, they share the same last name. Uh, one has like 27 goals and three assists. And the other one only has maybe like four goals but like 17 assists. So It's like a Huff to Lewis type deal. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's quite a, that's a good, good thought. So, I mean, this team has, they don't have a Taylor Huff. Like, I don't, they nobody played has a Taylor one schedule though. But, yeah, yeah, they However, played a lot Madison, of teams. Undefeated and beat D one schools yeah, too. You know? Yeah. So I think this, I'm I'm gonna say this game is gonna be like a one nothing kind of game because yeah. I believe Rocky River has like 16 shutouts, uh, Madison has like 13 I think. Uh, so they both really good defenses. But you're I mean you're the soccer guy. You you actually yeah I mean you actually watch it for I for think fun. <laughs> what stands out the most is like this is a state semifinal. But like we talked about it before, these teams saw each other last year. Yeah. Like Madison. Went up and won. You said it was three nil. I think it was three nil. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, one nil, and then Taylor. That's right. Yeah, she closed it out. Outstanding second half. Well, outstanding entire career. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Rocky Rivers. They're gonna remember that. Yeah. Like this is the team that knocked them out, and I mean, they're all that stands in between them and a shot at state. Shot at Granville too. Granville, yeah. One I versus mean, three, and then probably one versus two on Friday. Which, yeah, I mean, I this this has all the makings of an absolutely outstanding match. Yeah. But Madison, I've said this in our live streams, time in and time out, it's a business trip for Madison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They knew it's it's state or bust for this yeah. team. Yeah. And you I said mean, it was what the third state appearance in four years. Yes. Yeah. Third state final appearance in four years. Uh, two years ago, they got knocked out by Bay in a fluke. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of like the Lexington Shawnee match. Was it regional it was a final? It was regional semi. semi. Oh, it was semi. It was okay. At, it was up at Sandusky. Um, but this team, they'll say, yeah, it's it's great that we won a regional final and all that stuff. But you, they just didn't say it. But it's state or bust for this squad. Right. They've taken every game. It doesn't matter if it's Mansfield Senior or West Holmes or Granville, they take this game like a business trip. Right. And that's what they've been saying. So Zach Huff said time in, time out too. It's a business trip. They're focused. They could they're they're able to come out, you know, they come out of the bus with the boom box blare and the we ready stuff, but once that ball is kicked, it is one hundred percent, one hundred ten percent focus. And this team, I don't think anything's gonna stop them. And I the one 
the one game that really impressed me was when they went down 2-0 to Granville at Granville. Immediately, Nevaeh Lewis dribbles through everybody, makes it 2-1, and then later Taylor Huff ties it up late in the match right. to keep a draw and keep the unbeaten streak alive. And that's when I knew this team, I mean, nothing's going to stop them except for themselves. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping for a, a blowout tonight, honestly. Yeah. I, I would love to see a blowout, but I think it's going to be I do too. It's one gonna of those 1-0, 2-1 kind of yeah. games. And I that game, live and free on the OH Report. I know yeah. we're no more football for us, but that's our that's our game of the Ten, this is, I think, going to be the only game we get to live stream this week. Yeah. But we're going That's all out. Going on, I think, yeah. Right? And so. if if there's anybody in the area, in probably the last decade or so, that deserves a state championship, it's, it's, it's Taylor Huff. Yeah. Like, I, what that girl has been able to do for soccer. I mean, she's I've gonna, only seen her yeah, a couple times. She's going to be a full time like, All American. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen her a couple times. Like, I've never seen somebody that good. Right. And I, I mean, I grew up playing with multiple kids who eventually went on to play in college my cousin played professionally overseas for a couple years like this girl is insane (laughs) and i mean she needs a state title like that's just the cherry on top i think that's that's really the only thing missing from her legacy is a a state title and even if she doesn't get it yeah she has the greatest legacy of any richland county athlete yeah and what stands out the most about her is how good she is at scoring yet she is ohio's all-time leader in assists yep like you don't see that ever no she's the ninth all-time goal scorer as well we were going through these stats today in our pre our production meeting uh she's just it's just crazy and i against toledo central catholic in the what is it the regional semifinal semifinal, it's getting chippy late she's dribbling in about 25 yards out 30 yards out she gets pretty much taken out from behind somebody clipped her 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 hammy or her ankle and she falls down doesn't get up and retaliate what she does is takes it out (laughs) on the ball completely shoots a rocket through the hands of the goalie and then you just saw that look on her face literally hit the goalie in the solid in the hands and took her hands back and the ball went right there that was like i I, I keep comparing like I mean, we all were stuck in the house watching The Last Dance. I wouldn't say stuck watching it because it was so great, but every time Jordan said, "I took that, I took that to heart." Yeah, that's pretty much what Taylor Hupp did. She got she got taken down. She's like, "It's on now." And she just, <laughs> I I've never seen something like that in my life. And it just tells you about her and that whole squad. They're not if, if you're gonna try and be chippy and take them, they're not gonna take it out on them. They're gonna take it out in their play. Yeah, and that's just that shows the focus they have this year. And t- Taylor rightfully gets a ton of headlines i mean she gets yeah. a lot of attention she as, as she deserved but the support that, that team everybody yeah, everybody gets to where enough. you are with that supporting i could say her. with that 11 i mean they have three freshmen starting yeah i looked at you look at the roster they have what 17 18 players yeah. on that roster all but one have scored goals yeah. and the one that didn't she has two assists so everybody's recorded points on this team right and it's it's just phenomenal but I'd say because of the freshmen, a couple sophomores, not yet, but 80% of the squad could probably start on Division One teams here in yeah, Ohio. Sure. And then the other five, give them a year or two, and they could be starters. I yeah. mean, it's just the squad that Zach Cuff's put together, just the focus, the, the learning from the older, from the seniors. This is, I mean, this is a team that, it's a franchise. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've built something that's that's very long-lasting. I know... You know, we, we heard coaches before say, okay, you know, Madison will be down next year. 
I don't think so. I mean, they're not going to be at this level. Although I will say Ontario's best chance at getting to a regional is next year because they have, I mean, 11 straight district final. I mean, we're talking about Madison, but you got to give Ontario credit too. If if Madison in your way is that is Madison, (laughs) the next year I think is Ontario's year to become that top. But then the year after, I think. It's going to be Nevaeh Lewis's junior year with some of those freshmen. I think Madison starts coming back. But next year, I think Ontario's got a chance to make For the sure. run like Madison. You hear that, <laughs> Madison? Travis is doubting you next year. <laughs> Not doubting. I'm just saying they lose Taylor Huff and a lot of people. Yeah. But I'm just saying Ontario's just as good. And it just shows yeah. how great soccer is in this area. Yeah. 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 I mean, soccer, boys, soccer is so uh, great that it's like putting other sports out of business. Yeah. You know, like we, we just, before we came on, St. Pete's is not playing girls basketball this year. I think it's because there, there's so much focus on all these other sports um, that, you know, soccer, soccer has taken volleyball from what it used to be here in Richland County when, you know, Lexington and Ontario and all of them were playing for, you know, regional championships and, and going to state to now not even a, a sectional championship. And then girls basketball down to teams not even be able to field a team. It, it's incredible what, what girls soccer has come from to what it is now. And it's, I think it's, a lot of thanks to this, to this program, yeah, to the Ontario program. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. And I mean, yeah. you, you get Taylor Huff. The she's going to Tennessee. She's yeah. going to the SEC to play, and she'll probably start her freshman year. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. But then, other than that, you have a lot of players that are going to Division Two school. Ashland University, uh, Division Two. They're going. They make the NCAA tournament year in year out with local talent too. Right. So I mean, it. It's not just the soccer is good because it's other teams aren't as good. It's just. Division two, Division one quality talent right. is playing here. Yeah. Right. I mean, talk about Ashland too. The Ashland girls and boys squads. Yeah. I mean, they both made pretty good runs. It's just they're in Division one and <laughs> they got knocked out. But they yeah. had a chance. They also both had really good shots of making a regional, which is a big accomplishment in Division one. Right. You have them. You have Clearfork making. You know, the boys finally they get that that uh, MOAC championship that has been you know. Avoiding them for so long. You got the girls' team starting to make a run. Lexington had a down year, but hey, they're back. Crestview's girls' squad, Mansfield Christian's girls' squad, the Lex- boys from Mansfield Christian—they were down, but they'll probably be back. They just need the numbers. Lexington, I mean, Lexington so boys just played for a regional championship. Yeah. Like. I mean, even over in Crawford, like all I've got is Gallium, but Gallium boys—the progress that they've made—I yeah. mean, this is year five for them in that yeah. entire and, program. Yeah, and honestly, like if they're in a lot of other conferences, like. <laughs> Unfortunately for them, they've got Ontario, Ontario and Clear Fork in the way. But, like, I mean, those are the only two teams that they really lost to. I know they lost to River Valley the first game, but, like, I talked to the coach that was just an off game. Like, that's a fluke right. loss. Like, the only losses they would have had were to Ontario and Clear Fork, and those are, pretty, yeah. those are two pretty darn good teams to lose to. And might have mentioned Shelby girls. Sec- their the first full year of varsity, and they finished, what, third in the MOAC? Fourth? I believe some, something yeah, like that. Something and also... I do want to give a shout out to the Mansfield Seniors Girls Squad. Mm-hmm. They're starting to turn the corner because they have a coach now that he wants to be here. He's he's a coach down at the the Columbus Crew Academy. Okay, and he came up. Brian and I talked to him before our our lone broadcast of them against uh, Shelby, and he they have the right person in place. And he's his girls. He said they they like to play. They want to play for him. And I think Mansfield Mansfield Senior they're starting to turn that corner to where they could be one of those teams in the OCC that can make it. 
at least to the middle of a pack just because there's so many good Ashland and right. Lexington and stuff. But and there's always athletes at Mansfield Senior too. Yeah. As long as yeah. he gets the right girls out, the I right mean, mentality. See big so strides. I mean, not only the teams that we always look at, but there's other teams that are starting to creep up. So this, I mean, this could be a powerhouse of soccer here in the next couple of years just because there's so many good teams. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun to to cover because I've I've never covered soccer. I don't. Still, I don't claim to know really anything about yeah, right? soccer, and it's it's so much fun to watch. And you know, I, I tell like you know, go over to my dad's house, and be like, I got to cover a you know a soccer game tonight. He's like, Oh man, that's got to be tough. I'm like, No man, it's actually really cool. Like, yeah. especially these when you teams get are Madison, so Ontario, good. Or yeah. like the the marquee matchups. Those are the ones you want to go to now. Say yeah. that three years ago. Do you want to go? No, not yeah. really. Uh, I'd good. rather do yeah. But yeah, it's it's cool. Football and football taking football, it. Football, football. You you mentioned like fluke losses. I feel like soccer is one of those sports that yes, uh, fluke losses have happen more often than not. Yeah, like, yeah. Like the Lex boys losing a in a PK. Oh, I mean in that's, overtime. That's like, the most brutal way. And wasn't it like the goal that was scored against them was the other team's first shot on I, goal? I believe yeah, because yeah. they they controlled possession nearly yeah. the entire. And game. I mean, it seemed like even like I was following <laughs> along on Twitter, and it's like even when that team scored, I'm like, okay, cool. Like Lexington has been dominating this game. Right. Well, that's but, the thing though, it's, that's that's troubled Lexington is they had get all these chances, but they can't score. Yeah. They 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 average what two or three goals. Yeah. In in their, in in their the bigger game, run, they're, maybe, yeah, yeah. Their bigger games, but um, also I, the PK kid gets fouled. The line judge doesn't call it. The main judge behind him calls it. You can't make that call in a regional final in <laughs> overtime. If the yeah. side judge that's looking right at doesn't call it, yeah. what are you doing, man? Yeah. You can't. Uh, it, it, it's frustrating. It might have been a foul, but yeah. if a lot, if if two referees are undecisive, yeah, it, then you, yeah, you kind of just drop it there, and then. Yeah. It came within inches of being saved to right, the, the PK. Right. It yeah. hit off, off his glove, hit the post, and bounced in. Yeah, I mean it was that 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 close. It, it, those fluke losses they they stink. And just the way it was, the way it was decided really stinks. Yeah, yeah. but had it, it, it gone looks, into like penalty kicks or something, a lot yeah, different. Yeah. Yes, but losing that's what that's what Shawnee was pretty much playing for too. Yeah, but they got one opportunity and they lucked out from it. Right. That's that's kind of the most frustrating part about soccer, though, is is the fluke losses. Like, yeah. more often Madison, than, more often than not, the, the the better team does not win the game. Yeah, and that that's that sucks. It's tough. Yeah, that. it is. It's but tough. that's soccer. I mean, that's that's what kind of makes the sport yeah really better yeah. better than a lot of other sports because um, basketball has some upsets, but you kind of. Yeah. In high school, you go in and you you kind of know who's going to win that game. Yeah. Um, but in soccer, man, you're just like, you don't know. Oh, I don't know. I mean, like I, I expect this team to win, but then they they don't. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. crazy. But all right, guys, that'll that'll wrap it up. We'll we'll get back here next week and we'll get some basketball. We'll get Travis updated on on, yeah. how to, on who's I, good, I, I who's, who's not here in basketball, and uh, we'll check that out. And then we'll probably take a take a few weeks off here for the holiday break, season. Yeah. And uh, enjoy some time, and then we'll we'll get back at it. So.